You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon. Welcome to another episode of Ship Talking 97.9, The Hills Show, where we talk about relationships of all types. I am your host, Sharon Levine, joined by fellow co-host, AJ. What's up, AJ? Hey, how are you, Sharon? Thanks for joining me today. You're very welcome. Um, first and foremost, this is kind of a, a bittersweet episode for ship talking. Just a touch. Just just a touch. I have to take a bit of a hiatus from the show because I am moving unwillingly to Texas for a year. <laughs> They're forcing me to go. <laughs> for a, a graduate internship. Um, I mean, that's exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. And it's only a year. San Antonio, it's a cool city. There are lots of episodes of Ship Talking on the Apple podcast that you can subscribe to and listen to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to miss us too much. Um, but as a kind of maybe tribute to this special episode, I have a very special friend who's joining me today. I have Miss Josephine McCran joining us. Hello, friend. Hi there. (laughs) (laughs) Josephine is co-owner and yoga director at Three House Studios. Three House is a yoga, conditioning, and dance studio in Durham, North Carolina. Um, Josephine, I invited you here today because Three House is very much rooted in community, right? And building authentic relationships Mm -hmm. with yourself, with others, with those around you. So Mm -hmm. I thought you were a very fitting guest to have. Thank you. (laughs) Lots of relationships. Lots of of relationships. Being in relationship with people. And Three House kind of originated as an idea amongst three friends, right? Yes. Tell us about how it all started. Um, Well, I had been... It's funny, once we started talking about it, I looked back at some journals from my first teacher training and some exercises that we did there, and I had written down that I wanted to have, like in my five to ten year plan, a community space that included yoga but wasn't specifically just yoga. And so you fast forward to, ooh, when was it? I guess like 2016 is when we started talking about it. Um, My business partner, Courtney, and I kind of – just barely missed each other in my hometown. She moved there as I was moving to Durham. And so we knew of each other, but oh, weren't very that. like, we weren't like friends. We knew of each other in a friendly way. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she um, moved up to like Briar Creek, Durhamish area and started coming to the studio and teaching at the studio that I was managing at the time. And so we just started hanging out and chatting. And um, our friend Autumn was also around. She's a very talented musician, Autumn Nicholas. And we were hanging out and they approached me about wanting about the space that they found and like how cool would it be if we had the space that that um, kind of housed all of our passions. Yeah. And so we just got chatting about it. And at that point, we had been friends, like actually hanging out friends only for like a couple months. But through the studio, we definitely um, it's a lot of people say don't start a business with a friend, like a good friend, <laughs> like don't room with your good friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, I think we were lucky in that our relationships were kind of built around us starting the studio together. I think that yeah. helped the situation. So, yeah, we talked about what it would be like to have a space where we got to do all these things. And so originally Three House was a yoga um, music and dance studio 
thought Anna wanted to be an, a musician and we yeah. wanted to encourage her to go do that. So now Courtney and I um, run the business together and we have the conditioning component. And um, yeah, so it looks very different now than it did from mm-hmm. from when you started different everything building yeah. different <laughs> yeah. schedule different. There have been offerings. a whole lot of different stuff, uh, a lot of differences, a lot of changes, I guess, uh, over the last three years, because we opened in October 2017. And I feel like our first year was really just, let's see what we can do. <laughs> Is this going to last? Yeah. Right. Like, how do we do a business? Um, and we had a lot of people really help us along the way and support us and guide us. Uh, we have a – there's a woman who helps us a lot. Her name's Mary, and she's like – our guardian angel, <laughs> like our, our spirit mom or something. <laughs> so we've had a lot of support and it's those, it's through those relationships that we have been able to be successful. Like I can't imagine doing it without all of the, all yeah. of the components, you know, like even, so we started with the three of us, me, Courtney and Autumn, and that was a really valuable starting place. Like it wouldn't, have happened if that hadn't have happened. Does that make sense? I remember when you told us you were starting this this studio and <laughs> and I mean I'm just as proud of you today as I was back then, but I just remember like how big that was. And you kept it secret for a while, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was yeah. like budding and budding and you did the really kind of smart thing that I always struggle to do, which is like you didn't tell anyone the cool thing until the cool thing was actually a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I didn't I wanted to <clears throat> excuse me. I wanted to yeah, make sure it was going to be a thing. Yeah, like, can we do this? Yeah, yeah don't, don't start pumping it up until you're sure that, oh, you can come in the door. Yes, no, it's it's exactly. it's there. And I already had such a strong yoga community, like yeah. the, um, the work I had already been doing. And yeah, I just wanted to make sure there was actually a thing before I started spreading it. And I also, um, we had and had, had and had, had and have respect for where we were. And so we really wanted to do things like as tactfully and respectfully as possible, um, opening the the new space down closer to Durham. What were some of the first year biggest obstacles? Like going back and Oof, talking to Josephine <laughs> four years ago, three years ago, like what yeah, advice would you give yourself? Yeah, that's a good, that's a real good question, isn't it? Um, Finding, I think this was an obstacle because at the time I was learning that I needed to do it. And now I think it's kind of the biggest like blessing is to learn what kind of systems you need. Yeah. Um, and what you need to put in place for things to run smoothly. And that first year was really like, I don't know, what do we need to put in place? Let's see if this works. <laughs> um, also finding like one of the most valuable, I th- things that I think any business can do is just finding the right team, like finding people you really connect with, people who really support what you're doing um, and want to be around for it. And we have people who've been teaching at the studio now since we opened. I mean, Lindsay's been been teaching from the very, very start. And uh, we've watched some of our teachers, you know, grow their families, move different places. Um, And so I think that is an obstacle and... A blessing. Well, I, th- I think that's something you've done so well. And I've talked to so many people who talk about Three House and they talk about mm-hmm. this community that they feel a part of. And I think 
you don't always walk into a yoga studio and and feel that like feel welcomed feel like you're a part of something and so it's it makes so much sense everything you're saying that it's like rooted in friendship and collaboration and community support because you you feel it also Mm -hmm. i it just it just warms my heart to hear you say that (laughs) (laughs) um because that is certainly like one of the Kind of what guides a lot of our decision making is how do we make this space feel inclusive? How do we make this space feel um, supportive? How do we make people feel welcome even if they've never taken a yoga or a dance class or really moved mindfully in that way before? Because it can be very scary and very vulnerable. Yeah, it can be super intimidating and to feel – and I mean in the – popular yoga community there's not a lot of representation of people uh, who are not like thin white women right yeah and so we trying to make a space where people who don't use those descriptors (laughs) can feel welcome and can feel like they can walk in there and it's their space too and they're safe there and um that's been a huge part of how we make decisions I want to hear more about that. I have some more questions I want to ask you uh, when we return in just a few minutes. Thank you so much for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. We'll be back with Josephine shortly. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. They'll say, they'll say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. We are back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I'm your host, Sharon, joined by AJ. Hello, Sharon. And we're here with Josephine McCran, co-owner and co-owner, excuse me, and yoga director at Three House Studios in Durham, a yoga conditioning and dance studio. And Josephine, you were talking about your efforts to make Three House um, an inclusive community space what does that idea of inclusivity in like the yoga world look like to you like what does that mean (laughs) um i think inclusivity in the yoga world is the same as it is in any space where you're with other humans and that's if i can make if i can do or say something that makes the people around me feel more comfortable and more welcome there then i do that so whether that person has a similar build to me or they're the same color as me or they have different hair than me or they express their love in different ways or however they live their life, I want them to know that they are supported and welcome around me and in the studio and in whatever space I'm in. And how, what does that look like as a business owner? Like I, I could I could tell you things you do <laughs> to make me feel Ooh, welcome, but I, I'm interested in... in um, that looks like. Well, as far as the studio goes, I mean, just working on being connected to the community, the people who yeah. are around us. You know, we've had guest teachers come in um, who do a lot of body positivity work and who are um, people of color and queer and <clears throat> represent a, f- a fuller spectrum of experience than just, you know, the thin white mm-hmm. fitness model, you know, person. <laughs> and um, also working with nonprofits in the area. So we've done a lot of donation-based classes. We organized a series. I did some work. I'm a 
<laughs> I'm a Lululemon ambassador. Yes, you are. And with some other ambassadors, I organized a um, a, a whole day called Embodied. So we did a donation-based class that went toward North Star, which is a... Um, a an art space that's focused on elevating uh, artists who, of color or, awesome. or queer artists uh, in Durham. And so that donation-based class, all the donations went toward North Star. And then we also did um, a class that was just for uh, Black, Indigenous, people of color. And that was happening right after uh, everything, after George Floyd was murdered and um, trying to be in support of Black Lives Matter. We did a few more donation-based classes. Recently, uh, all the donations were going toward um, people who were killed at, you know, due to police violence. So just trying to be aware of kind of what's going on and sh finding ways to show what we support and how finding ways to yeah. support people that need it, basically. And I think it's, yeah. <laughs> and I know it's been a hard year for many business owners and um, Three House has not been immune to the challenges that many have faced this past year. Mm -hmm. Yes, this last year has been very hard. Um, due to COVID, we had to pivot all of our classes online, which is just not a part of our... <laughs> vision for yeah. the studio ever so trying to there was a huge learning curve there as far I as like bet. how do we even do this and then trying to be in communication with our teachers about who felt comfortable teaching online who didn't feel comfortable teaching online um and then all the stages from then to now which were like we're gonna have classes in person but they'll be outside who feels yeah. comfortable with that we're gonna have classes in studio wearing masks till you get to your, to your space and then having to tape off the studio so we have sections that people stay in. And then um, then most recently, can we do classes without masks? Do we have people show their vaccination card? Is that something that we want to do? How do we, like, it's just been a lot of pivoting and pivoting and pivoting around that. Um, and we also, near the end of last year, there was a, uh, a fatal crash at the studio at our old location that was really uh, tragic and tough to navigate and figure out what to do. So we ended up relocating after that. And um, we absolutely love our new space. Um, but it's a tough thing to... It's just been tough. <laughs> and what has it been like to navigate all of that with someone who's a very close friend of yours? Yeah, it's actually – so let's see. We had been open – we were going like – Toward our third birthday, <laughs> when COVID hit. Toward our third birthday, we were almost there. It was so close. <laughs> so we're still a really young business, and as we were talking about before, the first year was like, uh, "What do we do? Yeah, like, how do we make this work?" And the second year was a lot of that too, because that was when we were kind of shifting from being three, uh, three women owning it and running it to two, and so that was a lot of big change. So coming into COVID, honestly, I think it helped me and Courtney. It like prompted us to shift the way we were thinking about things and really streamline things in the studio. And 
that prompting kind of causes both to be a little more upfront and real about like, what do I want to do? Where, what are my strengths? Yeah. How can I show up as my best self in a way that's supportive to this? And if I can't do that, how do we, if I can't do this particular task or it's not my strength to do that, how do we figure it out? And I think COVID, because we had to pivot so much, we had to be in much more like continuous and open conversation. Yeah, like regular check-ins. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask a question. Do you think that all the pivoting that you had to go through, do you believe that it was helped or hindered by the fact that your co-owner is also an extremely good friend? Do you think that made the process easier or harder? <sighs> Because let's be honest, if it's a real close friend, you know what buttons you can push to get yeah. in your way. Right. And you have to show some amount of restraint right. to not push those buttons to get what you want because you're also trying to run a business. Right. I think because with COVID, the business was like at the forefront of our attention. So we were both really focused on like, we got to do this for the business. We got to make this business happen. Um, and I think because we both had that same stance... Ooh, I don't know how to answer your question. <laughs> so, <laughs> we both threw a hardball at you. And so the those like buttons kind of went out the window because we were already both like. So then let me rephrase. Know. Let me rephrase. Do you guys find that what you do is you come, if I can say the word. You gals. Come, gals, ladies. Do you owners feel like you compartmentalize the two different relationships between being partners and also friends? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think. We, we always joke about because we have a standing meeting every week. And mm -hmm. then around that meeting, we kind of like add on or do ch just shift things around. And then we always joke that we have this maybe like four hour window of this meeting that we're doing. And we spend like <laughs> half of it being like, so what'd you do this weekend? Oh, my God. I know. What did they say? What did they do? I don't know. Like catching up with each other. And I think um, we we joke about that. But it is an important part. Like our work is being in community with people, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. so the best way that we have, when we've been most successful is when we're being most, most authentic and we can't be authentic without having that like friendship component, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've certainly had, it's been a lot of growing. Like mm -hmm. we've both had to learn what our buttons are mm -hmm. and we've both had to learn like how to communicate with each other. And that's hard work. It's mm -hmm. really, really hard. And you have a lot of staff that works with you now. So have you pulled... Um, additional staff into these planning meetings or is it largely you and Courtney doing most of We've this? We've really, because of COVID, we almost had gotcha. to, we had, at the beginning of COVID, we had plans to expand to have like a studio manager or a studio assistant and that kind of thing. And we had people who were um, ambassadors for the studio, so they would help out with the desk and that kind of thing. But because of COVID, we've yeah. really had to pare that back um, logistically to keep the numbers of people in the studio down and... Just financially, I mean, COVID's yeah. made it really hard to have anything extra, really. So our meetings are us and our fairy godmother, who I mentioned <laughs> earlier, Mary, is and, and Bella. <laughs> and Bella's always there. Um, Bella's her dog. She's Very seven and a half dog. pounds, and she's a BP. <laughs> and she's a huge component to the studio. She comes to classes. But um, I think it's, it's to answer your question, yes, because there have been, I mean, when things are Real, like the beginning of COVID, we had to make some decisions mm -hmm. and we had to figure out what we were going to do. And that was like, all right, we're yeah. business right now. But we have to maintain a kind of 
our, our relationship as humans, right? Because it's not just about business stuff all the time. So then I'd imagine you would say it's important to be able, if you have a disagreement at work as partners, to leave it at the door when you leave for the day and go back to being friends. That is important and it's really hard. <laughs> That's a super hard thing to practice. Like, And she and I are both um, – like. We've been working closely together for a long time. So she can tell when I'm annoyed and I can tell mm -hmm. when she's annoyed mm -hmm. or upset or hurt or whatever the case may be, whether it's between the two of us or with someone outside of the studio too. Cause but at this point, you've been through all of that enough where it's like you're annoyed and that's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll be all right. <laughs> right. Or be like, I feel like that was maybe a reaction. I don't know why. Well, see, that's why I make it easy on my coworkers. I'm just always annoyed. What do you do, I'm just always annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just base level. <laughs> base level annoyed. We're going to take a pause right there because I have annoyed AJ and gone over time right now. So. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with Chip Talking in a couple minutes. Thank you so much for listening to 97.9 The Hill. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon, joined by AJ, also joined by Josephine McCran, our guest for today, who has been talking about Three House Studios. Josephine, I want to hand you the mic. What else can you tell us about Three House? Um, <laughs> well. It's like, how long do we have? <laughs> Well, um, we are really, really excited to be in our new location. Uh, we've only been there about three months, so we um, did a real quick switch around of where we are. And y'all did that so impressively, like so quickly, <laughs> Josephine. Like I remember you telling me you were moving, and in my mind it was like a year from now, and then like all of a sudden, I felt like weeks later you were in this. I don't know. I'm just very impressed by you. Oh man, I really, really appreciate that. It was about a month and a half the uh, switch. We started classes. We started um, moving stuff out the beginning of January, and then we started classes at the new location March sixth. Yeah. So we've only been there a little while, and we've been. Uh, you know, trying to just get our systems in place there, try and figure out the space, figure out. Yeah. It's really close to our old space, um, but it's still kind of a new community. So we've been trying to, you know, work on building our relationships there, which um, a lot of people are always like, how do you market? Like, how do you how do you let people know you're there? And really the best thing with the kind of space that we want to be is just to like build relationships with people, which, you know, kind of takes a while. We have a few initi initiatives that we're doing to kind of reach out to our immediate community um, that I'm really excited about. And so we're focused on those, but we have daily classes. So we're open every day of the week. Most holidays, we have at least one class. And uh, throughout the day, we have drop-in yoga, conditioning and dance classes. Um, with a few different styles of yoga, we just added some new classes on the weekend that start this week. Okay. Um, and then we also added some new dance classes this week as well. So our schedule is kind of always evolving and growing, but we start some days at 7 a.m. and we're there until like 10 p.m. So we've got stuff going on all day. We started with a kind of a, a, a cut back schedule 
due to COVID. Um, when we reopened, it was a, a, a minimal schedule. So now we're trying to slowly build back up. And that's exciting. Is, has there been any merit to the virtual yoga classes? Like, is that something that you might continue? Well, we stopped them last week. Oh, you did? Week. Yeah, yeah so we no. did. Um, as I said, that was just never a part of our business yeah. plan. That is not what we want to be doing. I was happy that we had a way to stay connected to people yeah. and to continue offering classes. And um, I'm grateful for that technology, but I'm glad I don't have to deal with it yeah. anymore. <laughs> and it's just weird to teach a class to a silent room that you're in by yourself. <laughs> it's just weird. And you're just talking to yourself. It's fine. Uh-huh. Right. And there's like no movement noise there's no breathing noise there's no nothing it's just there's no massage at the end <laughs> this is my favorite part about the yoga classes we there. still haven't brought that back okay well sorry it's <laughs> like this is why i haven't been back yet <laughs> um where can they find three house like where's your location and how can they find you on social media to um, learn more yeah our studio is at 1505 moorhead avenue and um when you park in our parking lot, please be snuggled up close to your neighbors. <laughs> um, and then you can find us on Instagram at uh, 3HS underscore Durham. And uh, you can also find me and Courtney on Instagram. Then we also are on Facebook. And our website is 3HStudios.com. All right. Well, Josephine, thank you so much. I have to just like echo that. I'm I'm glad you were my last guest. I just I feel like it's Aww. been so fun for me to watch you like grow as a business owner, and I've just been so impressed with what Three House has become. I think it's just a beautiful, beautiful community establishment, and I'm it's rooted in friendship. And I'm just so happy that you were able to come on. Thank you so much. I was really hyped whenever you reached out to see if I would come on. And um, it's really only with the support of my, you know, support network. You included all my friends and family that we've been able to do this. And through our community support that we've continued through COVID, through the move, through all of it. So I'm full of gratitude. Well, thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I've appreciated you listening so much. And again, we are on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to all of our old episodes. And AJ, anything else? And Chapelboro.com. And Chapelboro.com. Thanks for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the on-demand page of our website, chapelboro.com. She has them say brand new.